Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. This is B. Martin Ambush, a podcast of relationships, romance, and reality, servant leader of the said community Bible church, and also a published author of Fail, Failed Marriages, How to Strengthen Your Union and Prevent Divorce. Um, I'm new to, to wisdom. Uh, this is my first podcast, so to say, on wisdom. And I'm also uh, broadcasting live on Anchor by Spotify. So if you're listening to this broadcast on Anchor by Spotify, you can also contact me on the Wisdom app. Uh, and you can also contact me on my Facebook uh, and or on uh, Instagram as B. Amber Speaks. So my podcast, this podcast is based, it's loosely based from my book, Failing Marriages, How to Strengthen Your Union and Prevent Divorce, uh, talking about relationships, romance, and reality from a Christian perspective. Amen. I'm going to be talking about some very uh, real issues and talking about some adult behavior. So uh, if you have your children listening, don't let them listen. Amen. Amen. But uh, you can uh, listen to a whole lot of more of my podcasts on Anchor by Spotify. I'm trying to learn how to bring those podcasts over to Wisdom so all my listeners on Wisdom can hear them also. So right now I'm uh, doing it live on both platforms at the same time. So relationships, romance, and reality. Uh, the most important thing we have to understand about relationships is that our life is based off of relationships. Uh, the most important relationship that we have as adults is that one with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, if you're not a believer, the most important relationships you're going to have is with your parents and with your uh, spouse, if you're married, or your children, even if you are a believer. But So our life is based off of relationships. Now, how can we thrive? How can we uh, grow and do better in our relationships? First of all, you have to love yourself first and foremost. After that love relationship with God, you have to love yourself. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's a scripture that says, uh, love others as you like to be loved. Treat others as you like to be treated. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people don't love themselves, so they're not capable of loving someone else. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't realize that they are valuable to God. They are valued. They have value within themselves, but they don't recognize their own value. So they are prohibited. They prohibit themselves from treating themselves good and also from treating others as they wish to be treated. So we have to realize that about relationships. And then I don't care who you are, what your ethnicity is, your educational level, or how good or bad you look. We all want romance. We all want to be loved by someone. We all want to give our love to someone and hopefully uh, be in a meaningful relationship, hopefully get married and have children and thrive and and be a blessing and have a life of posterity, of leaving a a legacy, a positive legacy for our children, not just a financial legacy. Yes, we should leave that also, but a, a, a legacy of faith, a legacy of fruitfulness, but then there's also reality. There's also reality. We all go through valleys in life. We all go through different trials and tribulations and seasons of droughts and seasons of, of uh, wilderness experiences. How do we deal with that reality in the midst of our relationship? How do we deal with that reality in the midst of our relationship with God? 
Amen. Just, it's got to be real. Amen. Uh, we see throughout the scripture, David questioned God. How long, O oh Lord, will you be angry with me? Uh, so we can ask God questions about our suffering. We can ask God questions about our failures and the consequences thereof. But our questions should be from a place of love and not loathing. Our questions should be from a place of hope and not hate. Okay, so on this particular podcast, on this particular podcast on relationships, romance, and reality for this week, I want to talk about blended families, blended families. I've done some research and I've seen uh, uh, some divorce rates of, of blended families. By blended families, I mean when a man and woman gets in a relationship and they get married uh, and she already has children and he already has children. And most of the times in most of our situations, the children live with the mother uh, from when, when a family breaks up. So that man gets involved with a woman, uh, they enter into a relationship, whether it's marriage or not, and she has children. How do we, and some of the most highest divorce rates are from the blended families. So how can we prevent that from happening? What do you need to know? What do I need to know? What can I teach you over my years of experience, personal and professional? What can I teach or give uh, to the community uh, about blended families? Amen. So first of all, first and foremost, we have to be honest about what we're looking for in a relationship. Sometimes, especially after the pandemic, a lot of people are lonely and and they are uh, they want to be in a relationship. Some people are just lonely and they want to have sex. So you have to ask yourself, do you just want to have sex with someone or do you really want to be in a meaningful, uh, thriving, uh, spiritual based relationship? And I pray the answer is the latter, not the former, uh, meaning that. I pray that you want to be in a spiritual-based, meaningful relationship, but you have children. You have one child, two childs, three childs from your ex-husband or multiple partners or whatever. He has children or a child or children from different baby mamas. How do we deal with that? How do we, how do we allow uh, 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 that reality of our life? We have children. We have to deal with baby mamas. We have to deal with baby daddies or ex husbands or ex-wives how we we thrive in relationship with that how do we grow a relationship within that because like i said the highest rate i found online research was 87 percent of blended families fail that's very high the lowest i found was like 55 percent this was all internet research so i'm not even going to say what the the sources were because some of the things i didn't really do as reliable but anyhow, so what uh, we know what a blended family is now. When you enter into a relationship uh, and he or she has children, how do we deal with that? First of all, we have to have boundaries set up. You have to have boundaries set up in any relationship that we enter, but especially within a uh, blended family relationship. She has children. He has children. How do you deal with that? Unfortunately, in my experience in counseling over the last 20 years, uh, as associate minister, as a pastor, uh, unfortunately, uh, sexual intimacy leads uh, happens first in a relationship. And then um, uh, that attraction grows and grows and grows and becomes more serious. And after several months of being sexually intimate with this man or woman, then the child is introduced. And the re sometimes that's going to cause a lot of friction because that child, you know, especially depending on the type of relationship that mother has with the child or that father has with his child and their closeness. 
And now that child sees their mother or father uh, falling in love with someone else other than their uh, biological parent. So how does it affect the child? So we have to ask ourselves, what boundaries are we going to have set up? And I would I always recommend the folk, uh, and I know it's hard for some of us, for some, no sex. Get to know that person. Get to know that person spiritually. Get to know that person intellectually. Get to know that person emotionally. Find out what their their dreams, their visions, their desires for life is. Amen. That's so much more important than the sexual intimacy. But unfortunately, we have put the cart before the horse in our culture nowadays, in which we engage in sexual activity. And then there you start to form a soul bond with that person, fall in love with that person. And six months, a year later, they meet your children. Your children don't like them or in or that significant other don't agree with how you're raising your child. And then there's going to be enmity. There's going to be division. And God forbid, if you already got married uh, before you really got a chance to know that child and know how that parent interacts with the child. So first of all, you have to have boundaries. And I would say the most important boundary would be no sex, no sexual contact. If you're serious about being in a spiritual based relationship and wanting it to thrive and wanting it to succeed. So know, know what your boundaries are. And I, like I said, again, I'm going to say it again, no sexual intimacy. If you're serious about having a spiritual based relationship, then secondly, I would say meet the other parent, meet the biological parent and meet him or her. And if one, if you're serious, once you know you're serious, and you want to be in a relationship with this man or woman, meet the other biological parent and find out, hey, I'm going to be in a relationship with your ex. You guys have a child together. I'm going to be assuming some parental responsibilities of that child. I want us to be on the same accord. What can we do to be on the same accord so it works best for the child? Amen. We don't do these things. And I'm guilty of it also, brothers and sisters. I am guilty of it. And, and so that's why I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, have some experience in this area. So no sexual contact. Get to know that person spiritually, emotionally. Uh, psychologically, intellectually, and even financially also before you engage in sexual activity. But then meet that other biological parent and find out what can we do to be on the same accord, not to get any dirt or on your on your current partner, but the, for the sole purpose of moving forward as a co-parent of a child that you're not the biological parent of. So you can all be on the same accord and there's no division. Amen. And then this is very important. Also, not only are you going to be dating that man or woman, uh, you're also going to be dating that, that child or those children. Amen. Uh, go out on some dates with the children, with their biological parent that you're dating and get to and see how they interact. See how he or she parents that child. See how they communicate in public. See how they communicate in private. Because a lot of times there's some men that I've counseled, uh, they fall in love with a young lady. They're, they're being intimate. Months turns into years and they want to get married. But then he, he realizes that he doesn't agree with how she parents her children. Or she may not agree with how he parents his children. Amen. And that's going to be a red flag. That's going to be a dividing flag within the relationship. So we must be cognizant of that. Boundaries, no sexual bound, no, uh, no sex boundary. Meet the other biological parent. Go on dates with your partner along with their biological children to see how they interact. And once the 
the relationship continues to grow and it continues to be more serious and you're ready to be even more committed, go on dates with the children alone. Now, I would say, sisters, women, now, if he, if he shows an over, overly interested in your children, then that, that's a red flag for me. Amen. But if you've been in a relationship with this man for six months, 12 months, 18 months, and you know it's serious and you feel comfortable with him and with your children alone, allow him to go on public dates with your children so they can interact, so they can form a bond and form a relationship together so that way you guys can start your own family unit not that he or she's going to take the place of the other biological parent no again it's for the best interest of the child and it's going to be for the best interest of your relationship allowing that relationship to thrive allowing that relationship to grow and, uh, and giving a, a biblical solid healthy picture to that child of hey this is how a mother and father uh husband and wife family unit is supposed to be amen not that you're going to be perfect but you cannot tell me no one can convince me if you're in a healthy relationship with a with a spouse you're in a healthy spiritually based relationship and you're you're growing and you're moving forward that's better for a child to be in than just to be with a single parent Amen. Not just saying single parents aren't capable, but that's not how God has created it. And just because you've been divorced, just because your previous relationships didn't work out, don't mean you can't have a healthy relationship with someone. Does not mean that your children uh, cannot have a healthy relationship with a, a non-biological co-parent. Amen. So I want to just share that tonight. I didn't want to stay on too long. I try to keep my broadcast under 20 minutes. If you have any questions to me on uh, wisdom, I opened it up for questions. Um, all I get, again, I said you can also listen to more of my podcasts on Anchor by Spotify, Relationships, Romance, and Reality. Again, I just want to I want to just remind us that's that's the number one. That's the highest divorce rate of of married couples or, or that of blended families. And then also, not only the boundaries should be no sexual boundaries until you are sure you want to, until you are married, actually, but that's not realistic nowadays. Amen. But again, this is relationships, romance, and reality. The reality of the situation is you got a lot of Christians who love the Lord, who are fornicating or having sex outside of marriage so but i would recommend no sexual boundaries meet the other biological parent to make sure you're on the same uh, accord on how the child should be raised what the child should be exposed to but then go on dates with your partner with their children to see how they interact together identify what aspects of parenting styles you don't like or that you do like and that you can uh, grow with and you can uh, uh, be on the same accord with what your what your significant other but then also I would say also if the grandparents are involved also talk to the grandparents on both sides the paternal grandparents and the maternal grandparents if they're involved with the child and and being on the same accord with them also. Amen. Because though we think she might look fine and good in the club, he might look good and handsome. We're not just dating that person. We're not just in a relationship with that person. We're also in a relationship with their family members. We're also in a relationship with their children. We're also in a relationship with their experiences, their traumatic events in their life. And we have to have a better understanding uh, of what those are in order to have a healthy, solid relationship. 
Well, brothers and sisters, uh, I hope you've been blessed by this broadcast. Um, I'm coming up on the 16-minute mark. Again, I try not to go over 20 minutes. Again, you can uh, also listen to more of my podcasts on Anchor by Spotify, uh, Relationships, Romance, and Reality. Uh, you can also uh, purchase my book on Amazon, Failing Marriages, How to Strengthen Your Union and Prevent Divorce. And you can also view my uh, church service, on uh, my Facebook page, Bruce Ambush, and also YouTube page, Hesed Community Bible Church. Well, brothers and sisters, peace and blessings to you and your family. I pray that this has helped you, and I pray that you would share it with someone. If you have any questions, reach out to me, and I apologize. I haven't been on Spotify, or Anchor by Spotify for a while, or on Wisdom. I had to do some traveling, and my health didn't do good with me, so I had to get some rest. But I'm going to try to be on Anchor by Spotify every week, as I was previously, and I'm going to be on Wisdom at least once or twice a week also. Well, peace and blessings to you and your family, and I pray the love of Jesus Christ upon you. And I'm going to say a prayer before I leave. Oh, gracious and loving Father, for you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For you are holy and righteous in all your ways, and you love us beyond measure. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus, just saying thank you. Thank you for the gift of our salvation. But Lord God, we have failed you time and time again in our relationships, in our families, in our personal choices, Father. But you tell us in your word that we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So Heavenly Father, we come confessing our sins. We pray, Lord God, that you will continue to use us as we submit ourselves to you, Lord God. You know the loneliness of those who are listening, Lord, but let them find their first love, their first company with you, Lord, and be pleasing unto you, Father. Oh, Father, we just thank you. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And God's people said amen, amen, and amen. Peace and blessings in you and your family.